The following podcast contains spoilers and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. The Showdown Podcast presents The Survivor Side with Corey Miller, Vic Miller, and Brad Scott. This week's episode. Tim Burton's Welcome to the Showdown Podcast. This is a Survivor Series episode. I am Brad Scott, joined as always by Corey Miller. What up? And of course, we are also joined as always by Vic Miller. All right. Again, again with this. Yeah. Again, he is apparently just not happy with the show um, but Vic, well, hopefully you'll you'll give us a little more input than you did on Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right, boss? We have to work on that contract. Just a stank eye, stank yeah. eye. So um, we we watched Batman, Batman, and this is uh, this is not your this is not your grandfather's Batman. It's your father's Batman. Yeah. Um, so it's not it's not it's, Corey's favorite it's not, Batman. It's not my Batman. Who's your Batman? My Batman is Batman sixty six. Adam West. Oh, God. Could you say it any more douchey than Batman 66? <laughs> God, it's so awful. I will forever uh, say it that way. That is a, cl- that is a classic, though. That yes. was a very classic. The, the, the old TV show, if you don't know, uh, you know, that Joker was played by? Cesar Romero. Yep. And this Joker was played by? Jack Nicholson. So let's start with this. Who's the greatest Joker of all time? <laughs> it, to me, it's such a tough call. Um, again... Being a, being a fan of '66, you would think uh, I might go with Cesar Romero, but I don't. I don't think he was the best. I think I don't think he was not good. I think he was great. I mean, he was good, but um, I think that Nicholson took a, a little bit uh, of Cesar Romero in his in his version because I know, um, as as I told you, that there were some things during during the movie that it seemed like. Uh, that were kind of homages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, just the look in general was very classic. Yeah. Because uh, I think when you say that most people, most comic book fans especially, would say that Ledger was the best Joker. I think a lot of people now. Or younger people, I should I, say. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I don't think it's just. Under 30? Probably, yeah. Because, well, and I think it's because it was a more realistic version, it, you know. And yeah. because, I mean. Christopher Nolan's Batman's were tr- were were trying to be as less comic booky as possible yeah. and more gritty real world. And it's very he's a very because I think he's more psychopath and I think Nicholson was more sociopath. Yeah, 
Um, and and I, I like Ledger. I think, honestly, I have to go with Ledger is probably my favorite one, which is surprising because, like everybody else, when they announced that he was going to play the Joker, was like, what the fuck? Seriously? Yep. It's the same reason why I keep telling everybody to chill out on Ben Affleck. I know. I said the same thing. You know, with, with Ben Affleck, it's like, look, he's playing Bruce Wayne. Yes, he's Batman, too. But you only see Batman. You see his mouth. And his eyes. That's well, and it. it's just talking deep. Yeah. Or if you're Keaton, just talking regular. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, and, and it's like, you know, in the fight scenes, it's a stunt guy. It's not going to be Affleck in there. No, I think he'll do a lot of his own he, stunts. He He's might. in pretty good shape. He, and, and, and he might, but it's like, you know, I don't understand what they're wanting out, out of somebody. He's got to play Bruce Wayne, not Batman. And that's exactly what I said when they announced it. I said, oh, he'll make a really good Bruce Wayne. Oh, rich rich guy who's kind of cocky? Yeah, Ben Affleck can do that pretty well. Uh, he, he, he pretty much, he kind of did that in Mallrats. You, you basically just need a good-looking guy with brown hair. Yeah. For Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And uh, now, um, I don't know. My fit man... My, Man, my favorite Joker is hard to pick because, again, I felt like they were all played differently. Cesar Romero was more comedic relief. Uh, Nicholson, again, was sociopath, but still more true, I think, to kind of the comic book version, which apparently Ledger's was based on a different variation. Because, again, with comic books, it's hard because you end up getting so many different variations of the exact same character. Right. Um, Oh, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead and finish. I I got got something. Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, because I really like Jack Nicholson. Um, as the Joker. Yeah. Uh, and that was the one I grew up with. I mean, I watched the show as a kid, but I mean, you know, that movie came out when I was seven years old. Yeah. And so that as a kid, I was obsessed. Um, man, you're so obsessed that you're wearing a Batman shirt at this point. I am. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we can safely, we can safely say though, that like, and until proven otherwise, Jared Leto is probably at the very bottom yeah. of all of all of them. Even like maybe going back to the old serial cart, you know, or the serial like even back black to the, and white. Yeah, the black and white version. Um, so what were you going to say? I'm I sorry. was going to say there, here, there's a there's a wild card uh, Joker that I'm going to throw in here that I like too. Uh, if, if you have watched any of the animated series, no, no, we're talking about people playing it. Are you going to say Mark Hamill? Yes, I was. No, he's just a voice. Okay? <laughs> he, that's not playing the character. It's just a voice. He also, you know, what about the video game? Uh, Arkham Asylum Joker. I don't know who did the voice in that one. I think it was Mark Hamill. Was it? I think I he did it in sure. one of them. I think he did it in one of them. I don't think he did it in, uh, in the first one. Okay. But but even so, but he, he does a great job doing the voice. Um, but but if, we're just going, if we're just looking at the movies, not doing the animated, I've got to go with Ledger. Ledger, then Nicholson, then Cesar Romero. Um, now, who who's your favorite Bruce Wayne? Adam West. I don't know why I paused, but yeah, but yeah I, I gotta go with I gotta go with uh, Adam West. Even then, with just the awful puns, he was really yes. douchey, rich guy too. Yeah, and and, and I, really douchey to Robin the whole time. Yeah, you know. Just kind of, uh, just everything you would tell him was wrong. Slow down. Uh. I think. I, I think to. I think one of the things I, I, I like about it, it, it's very different than the, than the Batman you see now, and even even so much so that um, they pretty much knew it was comedically. It was they were doing it as a comedy more than anything else, and I think that's the way Adam West, you know, 
you know, I think he portrayed him well in that. In I mean, that way. Well, here's the thing: I you just can, think it's funny. You can say what you want about how campy it was and everything else. The dude became iconic because of it. He got he he, yeah. he got a sweet cushy job on Family Guy. Yeah, because he was Adam West from Batman, who kept going, who who kept doing appearances and kept going out and you know he's he, he did a it. little he did a little work afterwards, but that's what he's lived off of mm-hmm. is that and, and that's not a bad living. No, uh, my favorite Bruce Wayne is Keaton. I thought Keaton was the best man. He just he's smooth. He was he was. You know, he was kind of he was kind of believable as just a a guy who grew up rich. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the he thing. He didn't I come noticed. across pretentious either or or like condescending. Yeah, that's the thing I noticed in this one is that uh that he did seem more down to earth. You know, he unlike Christian Bale where he's just like uh-uh. Uh-uh. you know, just like like hating everybody. Wait, go but, go back. How is Christian Bale? Uh. Uh. <laughs> The, the, the unfortunate thing is you can't see – with it being a podcast, you can't see me staring at, or glaring at, at something. But, but yeah, he just seemed to be more uh, of a tight ass, unlike, unlike uh, Keaton's version. And, uh, and, and as we all know, Clooney's has got to be the worst. He had nipples, yeah. bat nipples. Yeah, plus you can't have, you can't have Batman. Did they dye his hair? I don't remember. Or was it great? Clooney's. Oh, Clooney's. Oh, I don't even remember. It's been so long since I've seen you that. You thought Keaton had strange hair. Yeah, it looked really weird. It was just well, it's just classic eighties poof. He looked he looked like a pube head. It's, well, it's just it's just the uh, you know that was the thing back then. It was all kind of you know. You look at the rest of his hair; it was all poofed up. That's just yeah, it was thinning out it, towards the front, so it's standing out. It just looked really weird, and it was light brown. Like I like I've got any room to talk. Yeah, that's that's that, yeah. that's true, uh, Warlock. <laughs> um, so look, look, you look like uh, you look like Saddam fresh out of the hole when they <laughs> caught him. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so let's, I, I mean, I guess we should get into the actual movie. Yeah. That's what the point of the show is. So we watched, we just watched it, and um, I had just recently uh, watched it about, I think, maybe uh, a couple of months ago. Um, and and that's that's interesting for a reason, because I told you this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I saw it pretty, you know, <laughs> I saw it somewhat recently, and you said, oh, well, I haven't seen it in a long time. Yeah, I haven't seen it, pro- I don't I can't even remember. Probably high school. So we get into uh, we get into the discussion of the, the scene opens up and it's a a child who I'm sure you know the first time everybody saw it most people probably thought that's Bruce Wayne like me with his parents. Um, yes, Corey Corey goes on to I don't remember them uh, walking around with the map and everything else and well to be, to be honest looking for a cab did it, is that how they got killed because they couldn't get a cab. To be, to be honest, I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I, you know, seeing this, I thought that it was uh, Bruce Wayne and his parents mm-hmm. leaving the theater and and now, trying to hail a cab. And I'm like, why would they need to hail a cab? I mean, yeah, they're the Waynes. Yeah, and but what's what's beautiful? What's and it was absolutely totally Corey. Vic, you can attest to this, right? Still, I think okay. he's taking my side. All right. Well, so of course, because it's Corey, um, I tell him. Now, remember, I've already told him I just watched this movie, like, a couple of months ago. And unlike, unlike Corey, who can't remember the whether people live or die after two weeks, <laughs> I have a pretty decent memory. And so I tell him, well, no, this isn't Bruce Wayne and his parents. This is just some random people. No, 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 no. This is Bruce Wayne. This is, this is where his parents die. They get killed in this alley. I'm like, no. Because remember, these are two goons who robbed them. And then Batman 
No, 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 no. Again, arguing <laughs> with me after I told him I knew for a fact. And I'm like, yeah, because literally they rob him. And they just they just they don't even shoot anybody. They wander in. I'm like, well, that's first clue. Uh, these people are still alive. These parents aren't dead. And then the second clue is they literally show a fully grown male Batman just standing off, watching over everything. Yeah. And that's when he fi- it didn't. It took until seeing Batman before he would finally admit <laughs> that I was right a and ter- he was wrong. A terrible computer generated Batman. That was pretty bad. Well, but you got to remember, it's also 1989. Yeah, I know it's man. 89, but I think I think on the Blu-ray it really stands out as being bad. Um. So. Again, these people, they just get robbed, and, um, you know, it's you, you felt like this one probably, you know, Batman probably does this every night, you know, wanders through the alleys trying to stop crime, but this one probably had to really, like, get him, because it's a kid with his parents who just get robbed, yeah. so he's probably, he probably had, like, you know, Vietnam flashbacks there, <laughs> like PTSD, PTSD, yeah, just, ugh. and he, uh, this is... We we agreed. Very very real looking junkies. Yeah, man, these were not these were not. Let's throw some dirt on their face. These guys they look like Tim Burton came up and was like, "I'm going to need you guys to smoke meth for about two months." <laughs> well, no, I'm sorry, crack. It would have been crack back yeah. then. Smoke he just wandered. Crack. He'd wander the the, the streets Authentic. of real New York. Yeah, yeah. There was they were there was. I remember even thinking as a kid, these guys look really really creepy. Um, and they, they're up on the roof talking about, Hey man, you hear about that, uh, that bat, that yeah. big bat and the, that ain't no bat. That ain't no bat. And do you remember, like, do you remember seeing this as a kid or I'm sorry, do you remember seeing this as a young adult? <laughs> as, as, when in, you were 30. When you were in your mid, was this a midlife crisis movie you went and saw? Yes, it was. But do you remember seeing it when you were younger? Um, not, I mean, I remember parts, but I, I don't remember it entirely. I know I didn't go to the theaters. Just I remember going to the theater to watch this. I was seven years old. Somehow I can still remember going. Because a friend of mine from school went with me, this kid that lived down the street. I uh, believe me and my mom were living with my grandmother at the time in this really super fancy uh, neighborhood. And this my friend down the street went with, with us, and he was terrified of the movie. I fucking loved it. And I remember vividly everyone just dying with laughter at the part where the guy's like American Express don't leave home without it and people just lost their shit because those were the big commercials then yeah and it's one of those spots and there's a couple other that we'll talk about where you just know it's the the laugh in the theater spot yeah um so then uh Batman comes up and he scares up the thugs and he uh he threatens to drop one over the ledge and we get the very very iconic who are you? I'm Batman. Just he didn't. And he, he didn't even have to do a Batman voice, man. That's how good Keaton was. Yeah, he, he didn't did, need to lower it. Yeah, just use his own. Which own voice. isn't that funny? Because didn't people really make fun of Christian Bale about that voice? Like, what didn't didn't oh, they yeah, say it was like very cheesy and too over the top? Yeah, I'm Batman. Yeah. Oh God. I think I just popped the mic there. Oh, I'm I'm so glad that I don't have to hear. You coming through my headphones. <laughs> uh, so I've said so, so many times. So, so many, so, so, so many times. Nobody noticed. The uh, the comps show up and uh, we have grown up version of Francis 
from Pee-wee's <laughs> Big Adventure. Of the, he's now a cop. Yeah, he's now a cop with an ugly beard. That dude, man, that dude looked like a pig. Like I'm, I'm not saying like because a cop, but I mean literally like a <laughs> like a literal pig, dude. Go back and look at him. He even has like a snout. Uh, that's a, that's his voice, right? Yeah. What, what I'm trying to think is I'm trying to think of like a line that he said. Uh, oh. These guys slipped on a banana peel. Because <laughs> uh, Knox, played by Arliss, Arliss, comes fishing around talking about, hey, we heard they were talking about this giant bat all these criminals keep talking about, and they're down. It's a very classic uh, superhero beginning where the superhero's wandering around and everybody's just like, no, why? It's like nobody's seen him, but we know there's something out there. Which that's the kind, kind of the same thing I feel like with like disaster movies is – we all feel like it's really cheesy because we're like, well, how would you not know, you know, about the Batman? But if somebody was going around talking about a six-foot bat attacking criminals now, we'd all go, oh, you're a fucking nut. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. like no one would believe you in real life, too. So it's as, as as cliche as it sounds because that's what every movie does. I mean, it's pretty pretty spot on. Um, so what happens next? Uh, uh, I'm trying to think. They do the... Uh, was it the uh, the 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 great great podcasting there the 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 the, the, the get together at Wayne Manor? Oh yes, yeah. Um, because uh, Knox, after he goes to the crime scene, Knox goes back uh, to the uh, to the to the newsroom and where we meet Vicky Vale, Vicky Vale, Kim Basinger, man, and she, dude, she's. She's gorgeous. Like that hair, though. That's big. That's some big hair. I don't care, man. She and she's one of those. She stayed hot because she was hot in Eight Mile. Really? And like, yeah, you didn't think so? Didn't she play Eminem's mom? Yeah, I thought she was hot. It's been a while since I've watched it, so maybe, maybe I'm just thinking look. Wrong. Google you up a picture. Um, yeah. So she comes in and she's uh, apparently like this world-renowned photographer who focuses on like death type shit uh she photographs a lot of like dead bodies and war area war torn areas and stuff and um she wants to work with arliss on the batman uh case which arliss catches a lot of uh shit from the other cops about we're just going to refer to him as arliss the entire the entire episode I think. <laughs> did you notice now did you notice was this maybe a callback uh to, was this maybe a callback in the dark night to this movie so uh, Arliss uh, is sitting there, and they bring him over. Hey, we got a sketch, and it's the bat, the the bat in a suit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. To mess with him. Do you remember in the Dark Knight? They're like, uh, they're talking about the Batman, and then they have the suspected Batmans, and it's like Abraham Lincoln, Bigfoot, and something else. I don't remember that part. Okay, I mean, Maybe, I, you might be right, but I. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I, and actually, the more I th- the, like as I was saying it, I was like, I don't think there's any connection, really. What like these are two separate bits. So this yeah. is awful. Yeah, so, that's, that's not our connection. Uh, so that they uh, Arliss says that the way to find out what's going on is all the all the hobnobs, all the top people, the the commissioner, the police chief. Everybody's going to be at uh, Bruce Wayne's big party. It's like a gambling night, uh, like a like a what do they call it a Monte Carlo, like Monte a Monte Carlo, Carlo yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, now this is where you said, how does he not know what Bruce Wayne looks like? Yeah. If Bruce Wayne is a secluded millionaire, billionaire, whatever, 
even if they have a Wayne Enterprises or whatever he does for money, which they don't officially say, no, and that he was may so- not be seen. He may be he may be locked up in his in his house all the time, and the only time he may and if you know he may not do interviews. He and that's not- what surprised me because uh, I was under the assumption, having you know watched the the Nolan trilogy and knowing his history, that. There is Wayne Enterprises. Yeah, but and so with but, them not saying anything, I was kind of surprised that. You have to remember though, this, this was before people were really basing it off like, you know, where they were treating comic book movies like they would a movie from a real book, where they're using vital pieces from right. it. This was more of a let's just come up with a Batman story. Everybody knows the Joker. Well, and Harvey Dent was black. Yeah, it didn't seem like they were keeping too close to the. Yeah. So I can see as because remember this is before. Camera phones, everything else. So if he's only, you know, rubbing elbows with the rich and famous, I'm sure the commissioner knew who he was. Right. You know, but Knox, as stated in this scene, doesn't have a way to get in the party because he's not invited to that type of shit because he's just a, you know, like a beat reporter. He, he may never have known who he was. And Vicki Vale just got to the area, so she probably doesn't know who he is. Yeah, wearing her prom dress. Yes, and they show up because Vicky Vale had passes somehow because she's hot, probably. She probably flashed her tits or something. <sighs> so misogynistic. God. No, no, no. Not only are you a racist, you're apparently misogynist. <laughs> Am I right, Vic? Am I right? Okay. Um, so while this is all going on, the corrupt police lieutenant, uh, Eckhart, which isn't that the name? Aaron Eckhart is who no. played, uh, he played Rich, uh, Harvey Dent. In the dark. Night. No, no, no. But isn't Eckhart like a sausage? Uh, yeah, actually, I think so. So the fat pig no, that's looking. Eckridge. That's Eckridge. Eckridge. Okay, we're gonna call him Eckridge instead of Eckhart. <laughs> Eckridge, um, uh, gets told by uh, Grissom, which who Grissom is like? Is he the police chief? Um, I believe he may have been. He's either yeah, like high yeah, yeah, crime yeah. boss or police chief, right? Because he's something in there. Yeah, I think he was a police chief. Let me see here. Grissom, Carl Grissom. No, no, no. Grissom was the main bad guy. Oh, mob boss. He's a mob yeah, boss. A okay, mob sorry. Boss. He's a mob boss. Yeah, and it's played by Jack Palance. Yes. I mean, they got some pretty decent actors for this. Yeah. Billy D. Williams, by the way, was the black Harvey Dent, yeah. if you didn't know. So uh, Jack Palance sets up uh, the Joker, played by Nicholson, Jack Napier. He tells him, because uh, Napier's been fucking his... Wife or girlfriend? I think it's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, who is... Uh, is she played by anybody famous? Uh, is, it, is her name Alicia Hunt in the movie? Yes. That's Jerry Hall. Okay. Who is Jer- How would we know Jerry Hall? She's married to Mick Jagger. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, she's been fucking... At least she was. Let me make sure here that she still is. I'm sure nobody's going to... Yeah, it her. is. Oh, you mean is she married to Mick Jagger? Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, no, yep, they, Relationship. They, they, Former, uh, they have four kids. in 99. Um, so she, yeah, they, she's been fucking the Joker, Jack Napier, who is not yet the Joker, obviously. Right. Um, and so that pisses off, you know, Grissom. And so with the help of Eckridge, he sets up, uh, he tells Jack that he wants him to uh, do this raid at the Axis chemical plant. Um, and he, uh, he wants him to be in charge of it because you are my number one. Remember he said it like that? Mm-hmm. And um, during the raid, they discover as they open up the filing cabinet that there's nothing in there. So they realize that they have been set up. And as they're trying to leave, um, 
Commissioner Gordon, who, while he is at Bruce Wayne's party, gets word that this is all going down and that they have a chance to catch Jack Napier. So all the cops show up, and Eckridge had already told his guys to try to kill him, right? Because that's what Grissom wanted. Right. And then Gordon shows up and says, no, 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 nobody kills him. If anybody shoots at him, uh, they have to answer to me. You know, you'll be behind a desk pushing papers. And uh, nobody, nobody showed him. Nope, I want him taken alive. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's not bad, right? Yeah. Uh, and so he, uh, but Batman, because Bruce Wayne apparently is a creeper who bugs his entire house and has cameras everywhere. Yeah. Here's the entire conversation between Gordon now, and the black cop. Now, now I want to say this. He's got the entire place bugged, but it's his own house. Well, because he, well, but to be fair, he knew all the police people were going to be there. He's probably trying to get crime info. Maybe. Because he's Batman. Um, so Batman shows do you, up. Do you think he did that himself or he hired an outside? Oh, I'm sure he did it himself. Yeah, he's pretty smart. I don't think he wants people roaming around the Batcave. Wayne Manor. <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait. You want this double-sided mirror for what reason? He's, he's got cables running inside the walls all the way to the Batcave. <laughs> What if it's just like really shittily done too? It's just like <laughs> he's taped to the wall. He's con- yeah, he's constantly having to go like, oh man. Anyway, so, um, so we're all so now every, the whole gang, everybody's at Axis, right? There's uh, there's shooting going on, and they're trying to catch Jack. He's running around opening up all the acid, uh, you know, releasing all the acid and and breaking shit and everything else. And uh, Batman's wandering around. Um, Knocking out, knocking, knocking out, out all the henchmen and holding them, you know, hanging them from by their feet. Yeah. And then uh, he finally comes across um, Jack. Yes. And he's got him held up into the air. And then Bob. Bob yeah, Bob the goon. Bob the goon comes up and puts a gun up to Commissioner Gordon's head and tells him he's going to kill him if he doesn't drop him. So he drops Jack. Jack turns around. Batman's gone. And then... Um, Bob takes off, so then Batman sees his chance. Uh, Jack shoots Eckridge. Yep. And Gravy proceeds he, to pour, pour out, out of his stomach. Of his, yeah, and then uh, and then in that commotion, next we see Batman knocks the gun away, and uh, Jack trips up, falls over the edge. Batman's holding on to him, can't hold on well, any longer. Did, yeah, go ahead. I'm no, sorry. no, go what I missed. No, I thought I thought I didn't. I had looked down for a second and didn't realize that you said he shot him. Or he attempted to, to shoot something at him. Oh, no, no, no. He, he tried to shoot Batman and it bounced off. Rick yeah, and hit him in the face. And, and, then, he and then he fell over. And Batman was holding on to him. Um, and then he fell in. Which wasn't, I didn't think it was a very good angle when they were showing Batman like holding on to him. Because Keaton's like going like this. So he had like a little double chin. He kind of looked <laughs> like he had an old fat face at that point. He looked like old man. He looked like, he looked like Adam West had come in to do that scene. Um, that the, day. That's the cameo. It's Adam West cameo. Uh, and so he drops him into the vat of chemicals. I, I kind of wonder, though, did he drop him on purpose? No. You don't think so? No, because remember, at that point in time, he wasn't. He didn't know him as anything other than just the criminal. He didn't know he was the one that killed his parents. He didn't know. No, I know. But it looked like he didn't really try. No, it did. The glove just came off. Remember? That's, dude, he, he looked like an old man because he was straining so much. <laughs> and he had a if he chin. wanted to kill him, he just would have dropped him. Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. If, if they wanted to insinuate he did it on purpose, they would he would have just dropped him. They wouldn't have had to wear the glove 
slowly peels off of his hand. Well, yeah, but the tension. Um, yeah, but the tension is to show he's actually trying to keep him up. And he just couldn't do it any longer, and he just slips right out of his hand. Well, but he's trying in the first place. Hmm. If he wanted him to die, he just wouldn't have tried, right? Probably true. All right, you got me. There uh, we go. There's the first one of the episode. Uh, so, um, we we then see though that so, it, so Batman takes off. The Batman Batman takes off, and uh, all the all the cops leave. We think Jack Napier is dead, but he washes out. A hand arises from the acid that is now white with green fingernails. Yeah. <gasps> what could it be? He painted his nails while he was in the acid. Yeah, and so obviously he is, uh, you know, he's he's alive. Yes. And so he, what, 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 where do they go to next? That's a good question. This movie was, I'm, I'm surprised at the length of this movie. Two, Two hours? hours? Yeah. No, it's Tim Burton, man. Well, that's true. Um, so. Yeah, but Pee Wee was only an hour and a half. Uh, Okay, so then, oh, then the uh, uh, Batman. Then we have the Bruce Wayne date, right? Oh yes, the date where uh, with the long table. Yes, the really long table, and, and like I told you, um, I never understood why in movies they always have that really long table. I guess I don't know if it's to act to show humor or power. I don't know why it would be power though. I'm sure a lot of people say oh, it's because they're rich and that you know that shows that they have money. It's like I don't understand why having a long table sh- signifies that they've got a lot of money. Well, I think it's maybe like a throwback to the old like castle days and stuff. Yeah, maybe so. But uh, it, w- it, it in this scenario it was funny because she asked for some salt and he has to get up and walk all the way to the other end. Well, and when he asks how the soup is and everything else. Yeah, and so he's like, "You want to get out of here?" So they go and I don't know. I think they went and got Chinese takeout or something. I don't know. No, Alfred made him something, and they sat and had dinner with him. Remember, and then he told know, the stories. The Chinese takeout was funnier. Was it? Yes. Was it funnier? Yes. Was it really funnier? <laughs> that one's for you. Uh, the second one's for you. Uh, we'll we'll put it on a Twitter poll. Okay. So, um, yeah, and then and this is where you really get to see uh, uh, Bruce Wayne being being more uh, down to earth as we were as we were talking about earlier because you really get to see his his true side. And he faked drunk. He faked being drunk. Yeah. Remember, because she's like, you had one drink. And he's like, oh, that, that, that really floors me. <laughs> and he starts making out with her. That's the equivalent of, no, no, I'm really drunk, too. Yeah. I, I, we're both drunk. Let's just do it. We'll, we'll both forget about it. And then did you notice in the morning, did you notice the uh, how he was sleeping? He was sleeping on a couch by himself, wasn't he? No. Was it a bed? No. He's hanging by his feet on the bar thing like a bat. I did not. I did not make the connection there. Mm-hmm. I thought he was laying on a be, uh, on a couch with his legs over the over the arm of the couch. No, he's he's hanging from like a thing, um, and then uh, I believe that is when he uh, goes to visit his parents' grave. Well, or, well where, where they, they got shot. murdered in the yeah. alley, and Vicky Vale she follows, follows him. him. 
And now she's starting to not trust him because he said that he was going to be out of town for a little bit. But he didn't go and anywhere. And Alfred says, uh, we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. So now she's suspicious. Yeah, Alfred's a pretty big cock block through this whole thing. I don't know what was up with him. Favorite Alfred? Uh, him. Him? Yeah. Even though Over he, Michael Caine? Yeah. Mm, even, though, even though he not only did he do that, but he sh- later on shows Vicky Vale uh, the Batcave. And takes him right to Bruce Wayne, who's not in well, let's, costume. But yeah, we'll let's not the, let's not get to that, that yet because yeah, we got that's we got some good stuff for that. Um, so he uh, he after visiting his parents' murder site, though, um, there is a press conference going on with uh, I believe is it Harvey Dent or Commissioner Gordon? They're, someone about they're both that. there, yeah. And they're talking about uh, oh, I guess we should actually before this. Uh, we have the scene where we get the reveal, where the Joker goes. He's sitting in a plastic surgeon, and the guy's like, oh, "Look what I have to work with!" And it's like a pizza cutter, and, yeah. <laughs> you know, like a, like a Cutco knife, and uh, exacto. Yeah, and he just he does the very classic and very parodied, right? I mean, almost anytime somebody had some sort of major plastic surgery in a comedy or some sorts, it was always the mayor. Man, yeah, 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 and they'd yeah. smash, you know, look at it and smash. And then he starts laughing because because of what he now looks like, mm-hmm. and he uh, gets up and goes up the stairs. And which we, as the uh, as the viewer, we don't get to see what he looks like, which is which is good that they don't reveal it just yet, because uh, after we after we see the the press conference that you were talking about. Um, no, 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 no. It's before that. Is it before the reveal is, yeah. Remember when he goes into the when he goes, goes into Grissom's office. Yeah, he goes into Grissom's and office and he kills him. And he, yeah, because he said, "Over a woman." Yeah, and and this is where this is the first time you see uh, the Joker being uh, almost maniacal. You know, where he's he's shooting him and then he's reaching around his back and shooting him and and just. Just doing crazy stuff in order, in order to, in, just to shoot him, which is un, totally unnecessary. And then we get the the very iconic line, you know, what I'm talking about, where he's sitting there um, at his desk reading the paper, and he sees the uh, he sees the the article about uh, Batman. Um. I'm, I'm trying to find it right now. Well, let me ask you this. Do you remember when he was killing Grissom, if he said, do you ever dance with the devil by the pale moonlight? What's that now? Did he ever? T- did he ask Grissom if he danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? Mm-mm. See? And that's where they fucked up then. Because later on, he tells Bruce Wayne, I always say that before I kill... I, I say that before I kill a person... Or say it before I kill somebody, which he, which we find out later that he, did, he said that to a young Bruce Wayne as well. But he doesn't do it to Grissom. All my prey, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's kind of, they kind of fucked up there. Man, they don't have, how is this not like one of the top quotes? I'm talking about where he says something like, uh, winged freak or whatever, where do they get a load of me? Oh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Winged freak terrorizes, where do they get a load of me? Classic. Where do they get a load of me? Does that's he does he do it like a Christian Bale Batman voice? Is that how? No, that'd be like, what are they gonna load of me? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so now we have established the Joker. 
Yeah. Then we have the next day where Bruce Wayne goes to the visit his parents' murder site and blah, blah, blah. Yep. Then the big press conference, and they're talking about Grissom being dead, and they're yes, looking into yes. it. And then the Joker appeared? shows up. But we've seen kind of the we've seen the the buildup, which I thought was a really good thing. With the mimes, the mimes, mimes are creepy as fuck. Anyways, yeah, I think uh, they all, they have ulterior motives. They're like cats. Mm-hmm. Like it's like can't trust them. Nope, can't. And so the uh, the Joker comes out of a limo, and he uh, takes a feathered dart. It's like a, yeah, it's like a dart, and sticks it into the neck. Of someone. Yeah, was, I don't know exactly who that Some was. Some high up official, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that causes panic. And uh, there's goons the, start shooting. He takes off in, the, in his car. Well, and Bruce Wayne is just walking up. Gets shot once. Like a boss. Flinch. Yeah, like because he's Batman. Yeah. And it hits his he sleeve. Must have, he must have had uh, the Batman suit underneath his jacket. And he's always he, he finds a way to put something under there at all point in time. Yeah. So we, we learn that later. Uh, but he, yeah, he... Uh, he 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 takes off and then he sees the Joker in the car and he waves at him. Yeah. Somehow he's taking pictures of this, right? Who? Or there was there there was cameras. No, like, he had uh, news cameras. Well, he had uh, Bob the Goon was taking pictures. No, no, no. I'm talking about Bruce Wayne because remember he's looking at it later. I think in the back. Uh, end. I think so. I was thinking, but I think it was like a news. Yeah, maybe a news camera. News. So yeah, and that's the other thing. Yeah, Bob the Goon was told to follow uh, Knox, yes. right? And. Uh, and following Knox, he takes a bunch of pictures of Vicky Vale, who then the Joker gets a little thing for. Boing. And uh, he he decides that he's going to woo Vicky Vale. And in, a, in a very classic scene from this film. Yes. Um, very, very classic scene. Um, again, probably, again, one of more, the more iconic scenes. Um where you also get a uh, yeah. great song. They're going. They're going around an art museum and throwing paint everywhere and knocking over statues and uh, redoing. Right, put one dollar bill. Yeah, passed by a George Washington painting and says, "Dollar bill." And then they they put a dollar sign over George Washington. And also, I love how they paint all of the statues, the head statues, with the green hair and the, the red lips yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was such an iconic scene. And you could just tell that was probably a lot of Jack Nicholson improv there, just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And like, and like I said when we were watching it, that I bet that was just fun to do. Just throw paint everywhere. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. And they can only do that scene once, if you think about it. Yeah, well, no, you can reset it up. I'm sure they had multiple paintings of, and stuff. Well, yeah, but there's still be painting or paint on the wall and stuff. I mean, that wasn't the actual Mona Lisa. You're aware of that, right? It, it, it wasn't? It wasn't. Oh. Uh, they oh. didn't quite have the budget for that. Oh. And so, oh, by the way, I guess we should mention that the reason that uh, Vicki Vale shows up to that museum, right? Believing that it's she's meeting Bruce Wayne? Um, I'm not sure if it was, yeah, th- no, no, I don't think, because I don't think, uh, Jack realized that they knew each other. I think, I think, uh, he had sent, had, had her, uh, like an anonymous thing to where he wanted to see her work. So she brought her portfolio. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, and he gasses everyone in the restaurant. She gets a little box with a uh, gas mask on and she puts it on and then they have the big party scene where he comes in and, yep. um, He's got his face 
uh, like painted like a normal person. Yes. Where it's, he's got that human makeup on that that white that white guy makeup. Yeah. And he's in white face. Although he made himself a little tan. Yeah. Um, and uh, there she's you know she's she realizes quickly he's a psychopath. Obviously. Yeah. They didn't take long. Yeah. And so then, um, she throws a glass of water. In his face, yeah, and he does the very the oh I'm a melting, I'm melting. What a world, what a world! And he turns around with the the now exposed white on his face, yeah. and boom, boom, and then crashing through the glass. Iconic scene, very iconic scene. You see that shot uh, a lot. Uh, you know when they're doing clips of random movies, you'll, that'll get thrown in there a lot of times. Um, so Batman shows up and. Uh, fence off everybody, which I pointed out to that. Uh, if you watch when he's coming down, you can see the cable that he's hanging from, which uh, which I don't think was intentional. I'm trying. I'm looking right now on goofs. Yeah, and I'm trying to see see if it's listed. Mm-hmm. So he so as he's he he fights off a lot of the a lot of the or fights off some of the guys, grabs her, and then they t- they take off and get out of there. Um, and you know what, though? It doesn't say anything about that. It does say, though, when Batman saves Vicky from the museum, you can see a crew member's hand holding Vicky when Batman raises them in the air. Hmm. So we didn't even notice that didn't one. didn't notice that one. And doesn't anything about a, a wire. So maybe I'm guessing, maybe I'm telling you, maybe it was supposed to be there. Maybe he came down on the wire because, you know, it helped him land straight. I was going to say, I, I, don't, I don't know about that. And they take off in the Batmobile. Yes. Well, for, yeah, and then uh, are, were they in the Batmobile? No, they were running at first, right? Yeah, they had to get out of there, and then they get in the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I love the part where he uh, has the thing, and he's like, how much do you weigh? She's like, uh, 108, I think. And then he puts on the, the grappling thing, and they only get halfway up. <laughs> <laughs> Bitches be lying about their weight, bro. You should have just already added 10 pounds. He, he said, you don't weigh 108. Yeah, or that's a little more than 108. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so he tells her to hold on, and she goes flying up to the catwalk, and he falls down, and the goons are trying to they figure out that it's a suit because they shoot him, right? Yeah. yeah, they shoot him immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he, he banks on a lot of times that no one's just going to pop him in the face. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's got he he has a lot of a lot of faith that nobody's gonna do that. Yeah, he invests heavily in the chest protection. Yeah, and so they try to take his beard off and his Vicky Vale. Sorry, his <laughs> <laughs> he's wearing a beard. His mask. I didn't even notice. They try to take his mask off, and Vicky Vale snaps a photo, which gets their attention. So they start shooting at her, and then he gets up. He miraculously jumps up, springs into action, f- fends all them, kicks off. everyone's ass. Not surprising. And uh, and then takes off himself, gets the Batmobile, gets Vicky Vale, and they take off. And uh, as they're driving, she's trying to look and kind of see. And he has that light he puts on her. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flips that light on so she gets blinded and can't see anything. Yeah, because uh, yeah, um, I think it's that thing from Men in Black where he – no? What thing is that? What are you? What thing are you talking about? You know when uh, to make them forget things. The the did that thing have a name? I don't know if it did or not. Yeah, it's, it's bad joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's you know you know you also get. I'm just gonna go over to my hole and cover my. Um. So then they get back to uh, the Bat Cave. 
and uh, he proceeds to Cosbeer <laughs> so that he can get the roll of film yeah. out of her bra. <laughs> and she wakes up in her own bed, not knowing what happened. And realizing that he took the film. And he took the film. My butthole hurts. Yeah, but before that, before that, uh, he told her that he gave her some information that he wanted her to put in the paper in order to uh, to throw off. Oh, chapter. well, no, to expose because yeah. the chemical things, yeah. right? Because, yeah, that's when it started to get around the household. You, you know, Joker was using household chemicals and. Um, that's basically the big uh, the big evil plot is when it, it's kind of messed up when you think about it. Yeah, he's using products you have to use for hygiene yeah. and to clean and stuff like that, and he's making them poisonous if you use them together. Yeah, which is funny when they show the news, uh, the people on the news, and uh, the one guy's got two big zits on on, it, mm. on his face, and then the other woman looks like she's you know like she's got bedhead. Yeah, and she's like been she, on a bender. <laughs> she couldn't even comb her hair. Uh, and yeah, that's the big, that's the big, you know, evil plot, um, of the movie. And it's them trying to figure out, you know, what products they can and can't use together. Yeah. And trying to figure out what exactly he's put into the chemicals to make them that way. And, uh, what, you know, um, just to fast forward a little bit, they never, you know, they never did really resolve that because that stuff was still out there. Well, but I think once you get rid of the Joker, you get all... This stuff just disappears. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they probably got rid of everything they figured was contaminated. (laughs) Um, And so... uh, Then, I believe, then we get to... uh, We get to where Alfred kind of blows... He blew somebody? Did I miss that scene? Where he blows Batman's cover. (laughs) Oh, yes. We're just inviting her... And and that yeah, because he's sitting there in the uh, it's after the Joker's done the big television press conference and everything, and uh, I believe that's when he announces he's going to give away twenty million dollars in cash in a yeah. big parade because um, they were trying to cancel the big town parade because of all the you know the the it'd be like nowadays with the terrorist activity right. Um, but he says he's going to do it himself and give away twenty million, and he wants the Batman to be there because he says the Batman's the one that's been terrorizing the town. And um, as Bruce Wayne is watching all this, fucking, he has a flashback first to his parents, his actual when they actually show his parents dying. Yes, and that's when we hear uh, Jack use the yeah use the line yeah, which is something that are, which. Which oh yeah, I guess we skipped makes, over that yeah, part. We didn't skipped we? over that part where he went to uh, Bruce had gone to Vicky Vale's to, apartment to tell her that he was Batman. Yeah, and then uh, Joker shows up and and then he says the says the line and shoots the, Bruce. Which the line? Uh, you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then uh, yeah, but also actually another very iconic line was in that scene too. What's that? You want to get nuts? Come oh, on, yeah. let's yeah. get nuts. That's like the iconic Michael he, Keaton line. When he said that, I I had flashbacks of Beetlejuice again. They're, they're, really? Yeah, I, because that's just kind of like not only the voice, but kind of like the way he the way that he portrayed Beetlejuice was kind of that that cra- had that craziness in it. Between I'm Batman and the nuts line is Batman is I'm Batman number one yeah, for yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I think so. For Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Because I think the, the nuts line is a close number two. Because Taron Killam 
when he does a Michael Keaton impression on SNL, inevitably will always say, come on, let's get nuts. <laughs> Want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. Yeah, I th- I, I, it's it's got to be. It's got to be on Batman. Because, uh, I mean, hell, that's been spoofed so many times, too. So Yeah. And so, so fast forwarding now, uh, we realize that that comment meant, you know, because that's what he says. You know, he asked him to repeat it. And he says, that's what I always say to my prey. Yeah. And uh, except for we obviously know he doesn't. Yeah. And he's a fucking liar. Yeah. But he is the Joker. It's kind of what he does. Or it's just bad writing. Whatever. Um, <laughs> but they, uh, he realizes, you know, that's the guy that killed his parents. Yeah. You have the flashback and, you know, it's the young. They did a good job getting a young looking Jack Nicholson, too, by the way. I thought that guy was pretty good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um. And then, and then Alfred shows up with Vicky Vale. Yeah, in which the Batcave. He's, even though he was planning on, he's like, the fuck, Alfred? I didn't, you know. God damn it. I, I changed my mind. I didn't tell her. Yeah, I changed my mind, bro. Kind of got shot first. Bro, bro, what are you doing? Bro's over host. What are you doing? And then, so yeah, Alfred lets her, just lets her in. Damn it, Alfred, you're fired. And, um, you know, she takes it kind of well. Yeah. She, you know, like. She's like, eh, I knew it was coming. Yeah. And, um. She decides, for whatever reason, she's still going to go to the big celebration with Knox. And uh, the Joker uh, comes out, and he's got all the balloons, and, uh, you know, he's, he's giving away, away money. Yeah, like, it's like a big, you know, they're like the big float you see at, like, the Macy's Day Parade and everything else. And it's like a big clown one, and I think a monkey and some yeah. other stuff. And then a big cat. And uh, after he's given away all this money... Uh, he did gives this little speech about trust and everything else, and then um, the releases that same toxic gas over yep. the city, and people start dropping like fly. People, a lot of people that die in this movie. Yeah. Um, and so then Batman swoops in. Yep, with the bat wing. Yeah, with a flying thingy. Uh-huh, which, by the way, uh, Corey at one point. While the Batwing is just flying through the city. What did you say to me? I said it's convenient that he's got uh, big bat scissors on the front of the of that to... Uh, to oh, to catch the, everything. Well, yeah. It, to, it, to, cut the, to cut the cables. Forgetting that his, his precious Batman 66 <laughs> happened to have a can of, an, of bat anti-shark repellent spray handy Who when a great white shark, an inflatable one, attached itself to his leg. Who doesn't carry that around? Who has a shark that bites their leg and can't break through the skin? (laughs) Uh, But no, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about what was the other thing that you said about the production with Uh, the bat wing? Oh, the... You mean with the uh, the matte matte paintings? And the the bat wing, what was that? Uh, I, I don't remember... You said it was a model. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a little bit, little, little bit later. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. But it's the same area. Yeah. You said it's a model. Yeah. Pointing out the fact that they didn't use an actual bat wing yeah, for well. filming of this movie. Well, I, I said that as. Oh, you don't pre- say. They didn't use. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't just create their own billion dollar flying uh, bat wing just for this two scenes that's going to take five minutes of screen time. Well, I said that as it's crashing to the ground, and not only just that, but you can see, like, the cars uh, and, like, the streetlights. You can tell that they're just using models, and mm-hmm. like, star- like Star Wars did, and put the cameras down there and pretend that it's, you know, bigger than they really are. Yeah. And but, so, but it was, a, and they also had the very, the token uh, bat signal sign yes. the early one where he goes up to the moon he goes after up, releasing the balloons and you sit in the in the uh 
the the bat thing into the moon creates, looks like the creates symbol a, creates a symbol and um then he's flying and he's uh we thought this was weird or cuz this batman obviously will kill people yes and he has the joker who's just murdered a bunch of people yes he's got him lined up in his sights and his target even goes right on the middle of him those circles doot 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 and then shoots nothing but around him yeah and Anson's rockets that happen to go right by him. He needs to get that. He needs to get that work done. Yeah. 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 God damn it, Alfred! I told you the site was messed up. <laughs> Let bitches in the cave. Not fixing the. I'm docking your pay for a week. You're fired. Uh, yeah, Vince McMahon just showed up. Limited fake Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, and Joker pulls out. Now here's the, the other beautiful thing: is Batman has twelve guns. Yes. On this bat wing. And misses every time. And, He's like a stormtrooper. Yeah, and a sight and everything. And can't hit shit. Joker has a four-foot gun he can barely hold up. <laughs> Direct <laughs> shot that right the, into the cockpit. That the barrel extends out. Yeah. Like, like, a, uh, like a selfie stick. Mm-hmm. And, and takes one shot. And shoots down. As a, at, at, at a thing flying at him. Yeah. Um, and hits right into the cockpit that just completely takes it out. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, he takes Vicky Vale and rushes up a uh, bell was, tower. Yeah. Is, was that a church? I was a little confused by that. Well, I think it's just a bell tower. Just a bell tower? Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe No, it was a church. a church because, remember, uh, when Batman ends up going in there, he stumbles and knocks over all the pews. Those oh, yeah, pews, that's right. Like, like Pee Wee did. And, uh, it's a pretty shitty small church, though. It was abandoned. Oh, okay. Because it was all dusty and whatnot. Um, yeah, and and the highest staircase. Yeah, in the history the of longest, man, the longest staircase, probably longer than the one in the crow. The crow was a really long one that they that seemed to take forever to climb up. This one was just as long. Yeah, this one was awful. Um, so Batman finally gets. Uh, well, as Batman's going up, uh, the Joker uses his uh, his the flower. The yeah, flower at, when on, they get to because he gets to the top pretty quick. Yeah. And and, and uh, uses the acid in the flower to re- to release the bell that's in this tower. Apparently, only had to put it on two very small spots. Yeah. of the bell, and that whole thing went crashing down. Well, the floor was old, and, and so, that's true. So that's true. And Gordon and his men can't get up there. Yeah, because it's all the bell goes all the way to the bottom, and Gordon feels like I bet me I can just lift it by myself. Yeah, tries to push it out of the way. Get out of here, boys! Yeah, the commission will get it. Uh, I'm gonna move this bell. He ain't gonna move that bell. Oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna move the bell. The bell can't be moved. And so then I uh, told you he wasn't gonna move that bell. Batman gets uh, finally gets up to the top, and he's greeted by two Joker's goons mm-hmm. who magically appeared up there. Yeah, well, no, dude, I'm telling you, they probably they're actually probably were already there. He they're, probably told him that's where he was gonna lead Batman. You can say that. I don't believe it. Because the helicopter had no idea where Joker was, and then they were like, "Oh, he's down there!" And then they so they fly over to get him. But that's jumping ahead a little bit. Uh, so he Batman takes care of the two goons. One goon actually takes gave care him a of himself. Fight. Oh no! I was gonna say the one dude. The best was the dude that tries to jump him from behind and lands like 
an inch away from him in front of him and goes through the floor. Yeah. That was funny. Oh, yeah. There, I forgot about that, dude. There was one dude that tried to kick him. That's another spot where I I think I remember, like, people laughing really hard at the theater. And yeah. that one, and the other one was really early on at the Axis Chemical Plant where he does the, he, the he, fist. Yeah, he does the fist. The to guy the guy walking up. Yeah, that was a big laugh spot. But yeah. anyway, so we're, so back to the uh, the big... The big fight, yeah, the the black dude, right? The black dude. Vic would be Vic would be happy. Are you, were Vic, you happy with that? Yeah, Vic, were, were you? Did you enjoy that? Come on, Vic. We're talking about black people in a very white movie, and he put up a good fight. Speaking of very white movie, uh, we also glossed over the fact of the great scene where after Batman steals all the balloons, uh, Joker's standing down there and he's all pissed off about losing his balloons, and he says, "Bob, gun." Yeah. And then Bob gives him the gun and he just shoots Bob. Yeah. That was funny as fuck. That's another big laugh. Poor Bob. Big, big laugh spots. Yeah. Um, and that made uh, Marty the goon. Yeah, yeah. Because Marty, yeah, he, t- he took over quick, too, yeah. boy. He was He's like, like, this is my opportunity. I've been waiting for this for years. You, go, you know, he was probably calling his wife, honey, <laughs> I think I'm going to get the call. Um, so anyways, back to the, uh, the bell tower. Yeah. Um, the black dude gives him a good fight. But still loses because he gets uh, thrown over the edge. Yeah, he well, he first gets hit in the head. Yeah, with the bell. Yeah, that's where that's Corey had been bell. arguing with me. That was a second. Uh, there was a second bell apparently. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Corey had been arguing with me about whether this Batman had killed anyone because I said he is obviously willing to kill people because of that Axis Chemical plant that he blew up had like dudes in there, and they obviously died. And he's like, well, but technically it was the car, so maybe this guy. Doesn't do it. And then literally he rams a dude into the bell and uses his legs to throw him down the... Yeah, there was know, no holding back on that. And yeah. I did, and, and and through Google, I the, was able to determine that... Yes, please state this because this is apparently a big argument amongst the comic book community. And we have, uh, we have found the solution, which I'm surprised more people haven't uh, been able just to find this as easily as we did. Yeah, uh, it's... Uh, I did Google, uh, does Batman kill anyone in the comics? And it's uh, just, in fact, in the original Batman comics in 1939, he did kill, and he killed pretty ruthlessly, and even used a gun. Um, Later on in several comics, he is seen killing because he has no choice, or occasionally because he thought the person was too dangerous to let live. Um, So that that should silence... People saying, oh, Batman doesn't kill people. and Yeah, that Batman didn't give a fuck. And after the uh, one of the later Super- Batman versus Superman trailers came out, they're like, what's Batman have a gun for? He doesn't use a gun. Well, in 1939, he did. <laughs> it's a different time now, Corey. Yeah. So so they can just shut up about that. Um, and so where were we at? So, yeah, so then he then he takes out the Black Thug. And it's down to him and the Joker, and Vicky Vale sees uh, Batman, you know, kind of wandering around ready to, to fight him. So she distracts him by acting like she's giving in yeah. to him. And did you catch at the end there what she did? No, I must not have. Did you notice how she went out of the screen? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she said, uh, she, I forget. She I did. love purple. Yeah. But she looked like she was... Uh, yeah. But he had a look on his face like like, like something was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then uh, as she as she goes down in the screen uh, in a convenient place in front of the Joker, uh, then he looks up and realizes, you know, after he's come to, that, he, uh, that Batman's there. Yeah. And they start fighting and, um, you know, Nicholson and, does the... You hit a man with glasses. Yeah. He, he, does, he does some bits to try... And, 
in, in a uh, very comedic way, he, he says a few things to try and not get beat up. Uh, Batman ends up throwing him over the edge, but he hangs on. And when Batman looks over the edge, he gets pulled over the edge. Yeah, because the Joker bit. had somehow landed know. on a six-inch brick. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, so he, he and Vicky are hanging there. And uh, the Joker, uh, his, his henchmen come in a helicopter. To pick him up. Yeah. And he grabs on. Batman uh, has some kind of cable. Mm hmm. Well, he seems to have, seems to have a lot of gadgets. Yeah. So he probably has a few of those. Uh, uh, surprisingly, he didn't have, uh, have a hook, grappling. a grappling hook, when he was climbing all the stairs to get to the top of the maybe tower. Maybe he also, maybe he wouldn't go up that high. That's a pretty high bell tower. That's true. And maybe he couldn't find a good spot to, you know, latch it onto. A, maybe he thought he would be argument. too vulnerable. Just flying up like that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I think it probably because of the height might be it. So then he, he gets, yeah, he lassos it to the Joker's leg, which then also lassos to a gargoyle. Yep. Um, and the helicopter, apparently not seeing this, is just trying to raise him up, and it ends up taking the gargoyle off. Well, the goons aren't that bright. Let's That's be true. That's true. This was Marty. Yeah. Um, oh, man, fucked up his first, his first big yeah. assignment after getting head goon, and he fucks it up. Now, he kills the boss. And now he's unemployed after being employed, unemployed, and... Employed again. Yeah, uh, he the Joker, um, his leg gets caught to the gargoyle and it's too heavy and it eventually pulls him off the ladder and he falls to his death. Um, where the commissioner comes up and sees uh, that he has a little laughing thing in his pocket. In his pocket. Uh, and Batman. Uh, I keep wanting to say, did you ever see the Tick? I know of it with Putty, right? Uh, Putty from Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Paul Warburton. Yeah, Paul. Uh, yeah, Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton. Yeah, I keep, and there's a character called Batman. Well, I keep wanting to say Batman. Well, this entire episode. <laughs> anyway, so uh, good was, work by you. Cause that was insightful. It wasn't a joke. I'm just stating a fact. It's it's a bad fact. So, um, so then, uh, then we, we, uh, we come to a, uh, big press conference with commissioner Gordon, where he, uh, he unveils a, uh, a new bat signal after they read yes. a letter from Harvey Dent that tells them Batman is giving, Batman says he's giving this signal to the city so that whenever crime strikes again, they have a way to call him. Yes. And, and they said, well, uh, be- before they showed that, um, Arliss says, how are you going to call him? Brad, Brad said a, re- a red phone, which, yeah. which was funny. but uh, A red phone! <laughs> um, but they said, they said uh, they, they, then they showed the signal and they put it up in the air. And uh, I was just waiting for Batman to show up. Hey, what, what's going on? What, 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 who's in trouble? No, 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 Batman. We're, we're just showing them the signal. Well, this isn't a toy. And then, like, three days later. Oh, no, Batman. Local news. Just wanted to get footage of the signal. I told you it's not a toy. All right. Sorry about that, Batman. Won't happen again. Damn it. Two days later, they're doing tours of <laughs> City Hall. And here is the bat signal. God damn it. 
Sorry about that, Batman. No more future. We told him. No more tours. No more tours. We'll Sorry, it. folks. You can see the bad signal, but it can't be used. L- little six-year-old kid flips the switch. <laughs> Sorry, Batman. Billy just wanted to play. He didn't know what it was. We told him. Sorry, Batman. We put up a rope. We put a rope up in front of it. Two, two weeks later, he's up there looking for his keys. He can't find his keys. He's, he's going to flip the switch on just to look for him. Sorry, Batman. Just looking for my keys. <laughs> just trying to find my keys, Batman. <laughs> Use a flashlight. <laughs> Christian Bale shows up. Run out of batteries, my man. Damn my man. Um, I'm taking it, your privileges away. My phone. Should we go back to the red phone? <laughs> we thought it was the Riddler, Batman, but it was actually that tax guy that tries to help you out. <laughs> the guy that stands on the curb with the sign. Oh, no. Why was so much better? Do you remember that guy? The dude that was trying to sell you the tax book and he wore oh, like, the yeah, suit. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about now. I know who you're talking about now. Okay. So we the, thought it was the Riddler. So, Sorry, Batman. We thought it was the Joker again, but it just turned out to be a new McDonald's was opening up in Gotham, and they had Ronald out here. We're sorry about that. So then the credits roll, and, and that's the end of the movie. And that's uh, going to lead us to some commercials. So uh, we'll be right back. It's commercial time. So uh, I think, I think in honor of uh, probably the biggest comic book fan of the three of us, Vic should probably go first. Vic, why don't you tell the people where they can find you at? Ah, just kidding, Corey. Go ahead. You can find me on Twitter at mko gonzo. And all right, Vic. Seriously, go ahead. Nah, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can find me, bradscottcomedy.com, and all social media at bradscottcomedy. Uh, the Showdown Podcast is on Facebook. Click like somebody should and follow us on Twitter at The Showdown Pod. All right, Vic, go ahead. Really? You're being so. Okay, you can find Matt Black and Angry on uh, gaming systems and uh, Miller King 51. So we'll do it for you. Asshole won't say anything. Right. Jesus, man, you got to get over that shit, okay? We're still working on that content. Yeah, we'll get it fixed, figured out, Just all right? Just say something. It'll get figured out. Damn. We're sorry. You, we, we, we put in red vines. You wanted black licorice. We should have we should have known. It's, it was February. I'm sorry. Yes. Our bad. All right. Let's get back to the show. All right. Welcome back to the show. Right then is when video for our show would have been great to see us dancing. Yeah. Song. We should have periscoped this shit. This is such a good song. This is such a good scene. Um, so we are back. Uh, this is the Batman Survivor Series episode. And uh, Corey, what, uh, what, so what, what is your, what's your decision here? Uh, this holds up for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly, we don't need to to, to dance yeah. around it. it it's ob- obviously a survivor. It's one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. Kind of really the uh, kind of really the pioneer for the more dark 
comic book movie. Yeah. Because, I mean, before that, you'd had Superman, which was a lot of bright colors and very, very moralistic themes. Nobody really dies, yeah. you know. Um, whereas in this movie, they're just killing motherfuckers right and left. Yeah. And it's Tim Burton, so you knew it was going to be dark. Yeah. And, uh, I, and I thought visually, too, it looked, it, looked really, it looked really great. I mean, even though you could tell a lot of the stuff, a lot of the backgrounds were matte paintings, uh, just, you know, it blend, I thought it blended real well. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, even well, many people that. say it's their favorite version of Gotham. Yeah. Just I, with I the setting and the way that the, the feel it had to it. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and, and as a side note, this wasn't intentional that we're doing two Tim Burton movies in a row. No, we uh, we didn't even realize that. Just like we also didn't realize that this was uh, also uh, scored by by Danny, Danny Elfman. Elfman, who also did Pee Wee's did, uh, did Pee Wee's Big Adventure as well too. It just so happens that both movies were coming out a week after each other, so mm-hmm. you know, so be it. We're gonna do them. We don't care. And uh, normally with our Survivor Series episodes, we do a recast of the movie where we figure out who would be the updated version of that. But unfortunately... We have a better idea. Well, whole, this movie's already been... It's been done. Yeah, it's been... It's already been... Re- it, they yeah. came out as The Dark Knight. Yeah. So we've already had a recast and everything else. And we don't want to bore you with... I mean, we've recast so many action movies. It's So we thought we'd do something fun this time. And um, we recast it a little bit differently. We found a couple of people... Um, to play a couple of key roles, and we thought this would be a better version of that now. So, mm-hmm. uh, for the Joker, who do we have, Corey? Uh, Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson. So, what would that what would that sound like? What? What? Where did he get those wonderful toys? Wow! <laughs> what? Wow! Wow! Uh, and so, uh, I th- I thought uh, a great choice. Uh, for Batman would be uh, Miley Cyrus. Oh. So uh, that would be a, hey, y'all, I'm Batman. <laughs> I swear I, I was going to try not to laugh, and I couldn't help it. Um, okay, uh, here, here's Owen Wilson uh, again. Yeah. Hold on. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> All right, here's, uh, here's my. It's Japanese. <laughs> How do you know? Because I bought it in Japan, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> okay. All right, let's do one. Uh, let's do one got, together. All right, we got one. One more. Hey, buddy, you killed my parents. <laughs> what? 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 What are you talking about? I made you. You made me first, y'all. Hey, Bat Brain. I mean, I was a kid when I called your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Killed. I First ki- of all, I killed your parents. You started sliding <laughs> into like an actual Joker voice. There, there. You kind of slid like have, and you forgot. You forgot your wow at the beginning. It's supposed to be a wow at the beginning of everything. Wow, wow, wow. I was still laughing. Wow, Batman. <laughs> I blame you. I, I couldn't stop laughing. Hey y'all, I'm Batman. <laughs> you killed my parents. You killed my parents, buddy. <laughs> it's the buddy. The buddy thrown there. Every day. Is there any? Is there any other good Batman? I'm gonna kill you. That sounds like something she'd say anyway. <laughs> Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight, y'all? And it's also the y'all too. So yeah, uh, I, I, I certainly uh, recommend this movie to anybody if you haven't already seen it. I mean, what are you waiting for? It's only been twenty some some years. Yeah, it's it's easily in, you know, 
It's one of my top, my one of my favorite movies of all time. I have so many just great childhood memories associated with it, and I've watched it through the years, and it never gets old. And it's one of those movies. If I'm on the road, I'm in a hotel or something, and it comes on TV, I'll stop and finish watching it, no matter what point of the movie it's at. Um, just such a good movie, really. Is that we? Yeah, good. I think yeah. we gotta. It's a it's a perfect way to. You can't make an omelet without breaking some eggs. Wow. That was a bad one. I apologize. Thank you for listening again. Um, this has been the Showdown Podcast. We miss our uh, we miss our third guy, Vic Miller, the black guy. We miss the black guy. It's been a very white our show's been like the Oscars. Um, but we do appreciate you listening. Please rate review. Uh, if you have if you have a minute, uh, please uh, follow. Send us your. You don't even have to give us a good review or good rating. We really don't care. We just want to make sure somebody's out there listening. Yeah, we want to know. So, what, what, what you think? Give us some ideas for uh, future episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. If there's a show you'd like to, if there's a movie you'd like to hear us talk about and butcher apart and, and recast with Miley and recast Cyrus and Miley. I'm Batman, y'all. <laughs> I think. I think Miley's going to appear in uh, several. Yeah, she's going to she's going to be around. Uh, so yeah, please uh, please hit us up. And uh, again, for Corey Miller, not Vic Miller, I'm Brad Scott, and uh, we'll 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 talk to you next time. Later. I'm Batman, y'all. <laughs>